This is the St. Louis Podcast Network. Welcome to the CNC Golf Factory Podcast on the St. Louis Podcast Network with Kurt Rowe and Kurt Goss III. Kurt Rowe is the Executive Director of the Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association in St. Louis. Spalding, this calls for the old Billy Barul. Kurt Goss III is the head PGA professional at the Country Club of St. Albans. Hi, for short. <laughs> now, it's time for the only podcast dedicated to St. Louis local golf. Let's get into the CNC Golf Factory Podcast on the St. Louis Podcast Network. Welcome on in. CNC Golf Factory, St. Louis Podcast Network. I'm Andy Hanselman, alongside with Kurt Rowe and Kurt Goss. Hope everybody is having a fantastic week. Thanks again so much for listening. Thanks so much for your comments. Thanks so much for subscribing. You can do all of that on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Great show coming up. We just recorded an interview with Jerome Harris. He is the founder and CEO of the Urban Golf. Is the Urban Golf League? Am I missing a word in there? Is just, or is it no, just, just Urban Golf of St. Urban Louis. Golf Urban of, Golf of Greater St. Louis, I'm sorry. Urban Golf of Greater St. Louis. And it's just what an energizing, great story uh, that you're going to hear here in just a couple of minutes. Um, so, yeah, I just... I'm still, I'm still, I have all the feels. I'm happy. I'm crying. It's just it's a, I'm a mess. <laughs> so that's all coming up on the show tonight. Kurt Rowe, Kurt Goss, what's going on, boys? Yeah, um, not, you know, it's kind of quiet, kind of quiet in the world of the Metropolitan Golf Association this week and, and this coming this coming week, which, you know, it's it's kind of nice to say in middle of June as the summer's summer kind of hit this week with the weather wise, got a little heat, got a little, but, uh, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a nice little reprieve after a busy May, but, um, uh, yeah, this past week, we just, all we had, we had our second amateur series event out at Stonewolf, our metropolitan, the, the metropolitan amateur series presented by Imperial headwear. Um, so yeah, we had that out at Stonewolf. We had 101 golfers, um, you know, across all the divisions, uh, another great day um you know weather actually was great it was a little warm but it was nice to nice to it was just just a really great day stone wolf was in fabulous shape had a lot of great comments from the players and uh yeah just event series events event number two of uh of six of the of the amateur series can folks still sign up for amateur series tournaments yeah absolutely um yeah, we get we get new people throughout the year. So the way you know the, we talked about it last week a little bit, a bit the way you know the way the amateur series works. There's six one day events and it culminates into a two day championship at the end, and you earn your way into the two day championship. And the requirement is that you have to play in at least two of the six to be eligible, and then make your way into the top sixteen of the points race during the season. So yeah, there's there's still time. There's four more events. Um, you know, really, and really you could you could get in one and win it and probably qualify you for the end of season but we do require we do have a two two event minimum that they have to play in so but but yeah cool man i'm glad people can still uh, do that kirk Goss, what's good with you man i'm just rocking and rolling completing the second week of junior golf at the club um you know busy like everybody else um i know Locally, with the gateway section, uh, this past Monday, we had a 
stroke play event over at Sean Barnes's place at Gateway. It, it, are they? I mean, what's going on? Are they just a tournament site for? <laughs> I feel like they, Sean and his crew. Uh, again, kudos to them. They're hosting a lot, but uh, yeah, the stroke play event. Uh, I'm just double checking. Looks like Ryan Roy from Bogey Hills uh, must have won in a playoff over Jacob Seaball. Um, at a couple under par. So um, stroke play event. And I think we got another one coming up this upcoming week in the gateway section. But uh, um, I think we just got a lot of junior golf going around town. You know, like Kurt said, uh, he's got a little bit of a break currently. Um, but no, um, junior golf programs going on. And uh, I'm sure we'll have our uh, foot on the accelerator again in probably a couple of weeks. Um, and I know a lot of uh, fellow golf professionals uh, in the, in this territory are in member guest season. So uh, I'll have uh, that on the radar for uh, two weeks from now, um, which is always a big event for us at the club, what we call the tradition and uh, looking forward to uh, showcasing uh, our club for all of our members and guests that can participate in it for three days. So just doing our thing. Good stuff, boys. Jerome Harris, founder and CEO of Urban Golf of Greater St. Louis, coming up next right here on CNC Golf Factory, St. Louis Podcast Network. Welcome back. Segment two here, CNC Golf Factory, St. Louis Podcast Network. Kurt, Kurt, and Andy alongside. Hope you're having a uh, great week so far. Uh, Join now. It's time for our interview segment of the week. We're joined by Jerome Harris. He is the founder and CEO of the Urban Golf of greater st louis you can find them on facebook at urban golf st louis and on instagram at twitter at you golf stl jerome how you doing this evening thanks for joining us i'm doing fantastic andy thank you for having me jerome talk tell our audience a little bit about what urban golf of st louis does urban golf uh greater st louis is focused on creating a pipeline of opportunity uh, within the sport of golf. And we do this uh, by preparing our students to be successful beyond high school uh, while, while um, uh, introducing them to the vast golf community. Um, and the few ways that we do this is through golf education in school, uh, after, after school programming that focuses on uh, uh, character development and um, you know, those social development and emotional development skills. Uh, we also help with academic assistance. Uh, uh, we're, uh, we have a, a golf camp uh, during the summer, and so we, we have multiple ways for uh, young people to um, get engaged with our programming. And, uh, yeah, that's, those, those are our focused areas, in school, after school, and summer. <laughs> great. Well, Jerome, um, thought it was a great opportunity to have you on this week as i know next week is a big week for you guys and you know we are we're so excited up up at the normandy golf club to uh and normandy reimagined to have you you know and your your golf camps um have normandy be their home this summer i know starting next next uh next week june 12th uh touch a little bit about you know what the golf camps you know how many kids are you expecting and uh, just what uh, you know what exactly the golf camps uh can is providing these to your to the kids 
Absolutely. Um, you know, we're excited. And thank you, Kurt. Uh, we're excited to have our camps hosted at Normandy Golf Course. You know, our, you know, you guys are our friends and you've shown yourselves uh, very hospitable and just uh, welcoming. And so we're excited to have our camps there and highlight, you know, the work that you guys have going on there as well. Um, it's a great partnership. And so uh, this this summer, uh, June 12th, is our second uh, annual golf camps, you uh, camps. We're expecting around um, 200 students um, for this camp um, going four days a week, Monday through Thursday. And, um, you know, we've we've had, you know, overwhelming support. You know, again, uh, Kurt and uh, Jeff, you know, guys at Normandy, you know, are so gracious to have, you know, have us to, you know, host us there at Normandy. Uh, we've re- received support from uh, the Gateway PGA Reach um, foundation, which we're powered by, uh, Gateway PGA Reach. Um, we've received support from the PGA of America this year. All of our students that is a part of this camp will receive uh, their own uniforms, you know, uh, a set of golf clubs and bag. We've uh, partnered with uh, New Balance. New Balance has outfitted all of our students with brand new golf uh, shoes to wear. Um you know, in addition to uh, being a part of the PGA Junior League, there's so much these uh, young people get uh, with being a part of this camp. And we're excited to um, we're excited to e- expose and introduce uh, young people in the city of St. Louis that will would have probably have never been introduced to the game of golf. And, um, you know, last year we've had and we expect to see it this year as well. Uh, we've had a lot of kids who've never been out on the golf course before. <clears throat> So oh, this is a, um, a developmental uh, camp uh, with exposure and, you know, urban golf. We've never just been about uh, the sport of golf, but uh, uh, engaging the community uh, in the sport as well. And so for an hour and 30 minutes, we'll be focused on golf development and training. Uh, shout out to the Western Golfers Association as well. Uh, they're they're going to, they're going to be, they're a big partner of ours as well, doing the caddy training. Also, um, you know, um, we've never just been about golf. And so we have community leaders, um, uh, city officials, a couple of pro athletes that are gone, that are going to come and be a part of our uh, leading and learning moment. And so it's an opportunity for for those um, leaders in our community to uh, talk about the road to success. We know the road to success is not is is very abstract. <laughs> and there's no straight line, and so it's uh, cool for us to have these young people interface with leaders uh, across the city and and just learn their perspective of what success looks like. And so we have uh, golf development, and also um, you know uh, youth development, you know personality development, all those good things that comes with interacting socially. Well, Jerome, you hit the nail on the head, and you actually kind of answered my next question, and that is having these camps, and this is exactly the mission behind Normandy Reimagine and what we're doing in Normandy Golf Course. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we are, you know, we've got a, we're getting a, a new golf course renovated by Jack Nicholas, but as we continue to say, just like you just said, it's it's not about the golf. It's about what we're going to do in this community. Mm-hmm. Um 
so you know this is it's it's just a perfect uh while it's 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 it, right now it's normandy it's the rough normandy but you know this is a this is a great segue into you know the future of what normandy reimagined is mm-hmm. and you know for that that this is a, it, it's just it's exciting to to see and i can't wait to um you know get up there as much as i can you know we try to get up there each week just to check you know check you guys out and yeah. uh you know see what you're doing i know um my uh Caroline Buckin, my uh, director of communication, she's going to help you out, mm-hmm. be up there, you know, help out with social media, you know, do some videos, pictures, and all that stuff. So um, it's great. You touched on the, um, you know, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that Nick Wojciechowski, who yeah. is a two-time, he's a, <laughs> a two-time intern for me, and yeah. uh, he's going to be coming in and doing some caddy training, which, uh, you know, the, the Western Golf Association <clears throat> is a huge part of what we're doing in Normandy as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that that's exciting to get get these kids introduced to what, uh, to what caddying is and, you know, what the future could be for them with that's the cool. WGA and the, and the Evan Scholar. So um, anyway, I, I'm just uh, – you know, I think this is this is great, and it's a it's a, it's just perfect a perfect uh, you know example of what of what our mission is um, going forward in Normandy. So, well, again, Kurt, you know, let me just uh, let me just you know just kind of put a pin right there with uh, Nick and uh, WGN what what those guys are doing. You know, we 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 have scholarships that you know um, that we have more scholarships uh, than kids to give them to. And so with this camp, what it does, it, 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 um, it builds on the, the idea that I just communicated of creating a pipeline within golf, a pipeline of opportunity. Uh, and what you guys are providing at Normandy is opportunity, you know, with the WGA and Evans Scholars Award for these kids to be a part of that uh, puts them directly in the pipeline, uh, not just with, uh, uh, WGA, but with the PGA junior leagues and, you know, things of that nature, it's a, it's a pipeline of opportunity that these kids need to be in to, um, actually see a lot of the things that we're sharing as far as, you know, road to college. And, you know, we, we've been, uh, using, uh, the, the, fo- the tagline and the focus of golf to graduation. And, you know, that's, and with the WGA, you know, with Normandy, you guys are helping us to use the game of golf as a tool to get these kids to the next stage of their lives. And so we're grateful uh, for the partnership and support. Hey, Jerome, the other Kurt is here. Um, And uh, again, thank you for being on. And uh, this is kind of our first meeting, Jerome, but uh, I've, uh, you know, kind of stalked you on LinkedIn and uh, I've known of you for a little while now. And I appreciate everything that you're involved with and what you're doing to grow the game. Um, that it's been a part of my life since I was four or five. Um, so I got a couple questions. First, I would like to know what's your background with the game of golf, Jerome? How did you get involved in? And has it been something that's changed your life? I assume it has because uh, you're you're very excited talking about this as you should be. So please let the listeners know your background with the game. Uh, Kurt, it's good to see you, my man. Uh, (laughs) I, I have, I do not have an extensive background in golf. Um, you know, people think that, you know, you have a golf organization, you're doing all these things, you know, you must've been playing golf since you were a kid. I got introduced to the golf, to the game of golf in my mid to late twenties. Um, and, um, you know, I, you know, rather, you know, well, I've always been in community. I've always done community work. Uh, you know, was a community organizer at one point. Um, and, you know, I, I, I like to tell people that, you know, I didn't choose golf. Golf chose me. 
Uh, and I am glad that it did that. You know, I get a chance to, to champion uh, the game and the community in the way that I can um, for two reasons. One, to grow the game of golf. Right. Um, you know, the, 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 you know, if we do not grow the game, the game will get old <laughs> and it will die. Uh, so we, we have to grow the game of golf, you know, create access, give uh, opportunities within the game. Um, and so that's one of the reasons why I do it. Um, two, um, the second reason why, why, why I do it is because, hey, if, if I, if I would have played when I was a kid, Kurt, I'd probably be on tour right now. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> I'm just saying we 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 will never know that because we don't have a a a, a switch to rewind time. But um, you know, when once I was introduced to the game of golf, and I played basketball as a kid, and you know, I played soccer, I played, you know, I tried it all, baseball, football, I tried it all. Um, I never had a chance to try golf when I was a kid because I ne- was never exposed to it. We didn't have golf in the schools. We didn't have golf in the community centers. We didn't have golf in the rec centers. And so um, part of the reason why I go as hard as I do is to expose uh, younger me uh, to a game that um, could have changed uh, my life in a more tremendous, it's already changed my life. Just, just, you know, uh, working and exposing kids and, you know, getting connected with other people. But um, an actual competition is what we want to uh, um, um, promote as well. And so our golf, our, our organization um, stands on four pillars. That's competition, competency, connection, and character. Uh, those of our four our four pillars, and we would like to you know um, develop our kids in all four of those four of those areas. So to your question, no, I I, I don't have an extensive uh, golf background, but I love it you know as as much as I have. Jerome, I, that's uh, that's awesome, and I'm glad that you get to be a part of the game that the three of us have been around uh, for quite some time, and it's been a blast just watching. Uh, more programs like this um, around the country grow and expose more individuals to it. Um, and uh, I, I just have to say, I love your energy. I wish I had a third of it. Um, <laughs> you, I, I got to be completely honest right now. We've only two months into this podcast, but your energy and the way you come off, uh, you're giving me goosebumps because I, I just have the most respect for what you've done right. and just carrying on to, you know, your, uh, your program, how can listeners um, find out more about you, uh, your organization, and give back? I did see that you have a, um, a charity event in September, I believe, at Forest yes. Park. Um, yes. So could you share with the uh, listeners how, again, they can get more involved and be a part of things? Um, because I think you're killing it. And uh, kudos to you, man. I got chills just uh, hearing your energy. You're awesome. Thanks, Kurt. I, I, I greatly appreciate it. Um, you know, I, I will say before I, I tell your listeners how to get connected is, you know, um, there there are people that God has placed in my life that changed my life for the better. Uh, if it were not for those men and women um, making me a priority and being committed to me and um, exposing me to different uh, things, I wouldn't be um, here talking to you today. And so the energy um, and and the, 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 the focus that I give to this work is because um, someone did it for me. And, um, you know, if we can save a few, a few kids and, and 
put put a few kids in college and hopefully see uh you know some kids swing these clubs for a living um you know that's 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 icing on the cake and so uh i'm grateful to to do what i what i'm doing i feel like i'm in a very blessed position and you know it, it is my privilege and honor and in fact i did it for free <laughs> at one point um and so you know i love i love what i do and you know i'm just excited to be in this position um, ways to, to get connected with us, you know, of course, you know, Andy gave you our uh, social media handles. We do have a um, golf tournament coming up September the 7th at Forest Park, uh, the, the Norman K. Probstein um, uh, course at Forest Park. And, um, you know, you can check us out on our website, sign up for that. We, we, we would love to have uh, golfers who are close to selling out uh, and we really hadn't done a lot. We're going live, but, you know, we've almost sold out. And so there's still time to, to get in, you know, go on our website, www.ugolfstl.org. You can go on Google and type in Urban Golf of Greater St. Louis and it'll, uh, our website will pop up, you know, there as well. Um, but, you know, we would love to have golfers, you know, um, sponsored um, a hole or what have you. It's all there on our website. Um, we also have a satellite center, something that, you know, our after school focus uh, is, you know, being there in the school. And so what we did is we took a classroom inside of the school and completely renovated it. I mean, we've painted it. We, we put indoor outdoor turf in the side. We have furniture in there. We have TVs, video games in there. We have a golf simulator in there. It's an opportunity, um, for the kids to, um, it's an incentive, actually. It's an incentive for kids to come to school and stay in school. Um, you know, there's a lot of idle time and we want kids to come and stay. And so one of the ways that your um, supporters can contribute uh, is supporting that cause. We still need a few items. We're 90 percent done uh, with that classroom space. And we're looking to have have that go live when school starts back up for the year. And so, um, you know, all is on our website. You can make a donation on there. You can sign up for our golf tournament there. You can sponsor uh, a kid. Um, for the golf camp this year, you know, as I said, all of our kids that get their own set of golf clubs, they get shoes, they get uniforms, they get uh, uh, their fees waived for the junior league. And so you can go on our website if if you if you feel, um, um, you know, like this is a worthy cause, you can go on our website and and sponsor a student to be a part of the golf camps um, this year as well. Are most of your students sponsored by somebody else? Is, it, is there outside sponsorships? Yeah, so we have 140 students already sponsored. Um, wow. you know, special thank you to uh, the Jason Tatum Foundation, uh, who who have sponsored uh, a lot of a lot of students. Um, the City of St. Louis uh, Parks and Rec have sponsored uh, a lot of students, and so uh, huge, huge thank you to. Um, you know, Jason Tatum's foundation and also the city of St. Louis who sponsored, you know, and, you know, the PGA of America came in in a major way and they're supplying all of our students with uniforms and um, funding to uh, pay coaches. And so um, we've, we've had a lot of uh, great support and um, yeah, we couldn't do it without our partners. Are there volunteer opportunities for at the camps for people as yes, well? Sir. There's there's golf opportunities and we we still have a few more coach slots uh, to fill. You you want to coach and interact with students? Uh, you can reach us you know on our website as well. 
um, you know, a way to, you know, earn, earn a little bit of money and uh, interact with, um, interact with the city's youth. That's outstanding, Jerome. That uh, thank you for sharing all that, and again, uh, thank you for being a part of it. Um, uh, I'm going to reach out to you uh, later in the next few days. Um, but again, thank you so much. Keep uh, doing what you're doing. I'm going to pass it back to the other Kurt. Yeah, just I'll just wrap up, you know, Jerome. Again, thanks for uh, and uh, you know, I'm now that I've gotten the, now that I've got done this, I've even I'm even more energized about the camps and you know to get up there and. Um, you know, I will, I definitely, you will see me in Normandy, you know, over the next, uh, from so June 12th, it starts and runs all the way to August 10th, right? Something it's like 10. that. Yeah. So on, yeah. I, I want to speak to something that, you know, you know, we, we, we're doing, uh, that's different from last year. We're, uh, um, we're creating an urban golf league. And so it's an opportunity for, for these kids to compete against one another that will give them pride. And, um, you know, we're looking to, to break the schools open with uh, golf uh, programs with, you know, within public schools and things of that nature, because, you know, far be it from us if we expose kids uh, to something that they don't have an opportunity to pursue. And so we have a, a great work ahead of us. But, you know, so far we're, we're, we're rocking it out and we're excited for the future. During a, during a week where there's been a lot of talk of growing the game of golf, it's good to meet a guy like you that's right. actually walking the walk and actually growing the game of golf and not dealing with the other BS that's happening in the world right now. Yes, sir. We, 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 you know, I, I've been, a, I've been around, uh, you know, nonprofits and community for a long time. And, you know, we like for people to come into our doors, but we don't like to go to, we don't like to go uh, to anyone else. And so it's uh, it's one thing for us to say we're growing the game of golf by providing access. It's another thing to say we're growing the game of golf by taking the whole community and the world of golf to where these kids wouldn't have uh, an opportunity to access if they, if it, you know, if, if they, even if they wanted to. And so we take the community, we take everything to them and that's how we do it. I, I think getting involved with the schools is a, is a great place to do, it, especially, you know, as the kids, you know, as kids learn to play at ages 9, 10, and 11, then they get in the middle school and they play a little bit, but then they get to high school and there's actually, a, you know, there, there's a golf team there. And if you have kids that have been playing for six or seven years, by the time they, by the time they're 14 years old, I mean, you get it with a pretty good inner city golf teams and would, 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 you know, <laughs> surprise some people. It would. <laughs> it, it really would. And, and we got a, we got a good foot in the door and, uh, and making that in actuality right now, you know, when, when, when a lot of our kids, they, they, they hear about the game of golf and it's, it's, it's very funny. Uh, when we first did it last year, uh, the, the, the camp counselors said, all right, you know, we have Miss Harris coming, you know, he's golf. All the kids did not want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> they they have a perception of the game of golf and you know their perception doesn't fit their personality but when they see someone like myself who comes from the community that they come from who you know who who, who has lived through a lot of the things that they're living through and to introduce the game in a way that is fun exciting uh, it, 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 it really brought a smile to my heart to see the kids not want to leave <laughs> playing golf and, and the kids that didn't get a chance to play uh, want to come in and play. And so, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to see a huge 
change uh, in the in the near future of kids in the in the city of St. Louis, especially in the inner cities, playing golf. And uh, so so get 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 used to that, guys. <laughs> it's gonna be good. No worries. That that's what uh, again. You know, I just uh, just quickly. You know, I think this is you know that we we we've been talking about this Normandy reimagine and the mission for it for you know two or three years. But you know, we're really we're going to see it over these next uh, you know few weeks with with what yeah, you're doing up there, and and we are going to document it. You know, there, people are going to see it on our social media, on your social media, and we're going to be sure to make sure that uh, you know that people get to see what's really going on and what's really behind uh, what what we're doing at Normandy. So, um, so, Jerome, thank you so much for for coming on, and thank uh, you. you know, and uh, you know, we might have to have a wrap up uh, a wrap up uh, guest back at the end of the at the end of the camp, and you know, talk about some more. So. Um, so anyway, just I just want to say thanks, and I will uh, I will see you uh, I will see you soon, my friend. Up at, All right, up my at friend. Yes, sir. Thank you, thank you, Kurt. Thank you, Kurt. Thanks, Andy. Appreciate Jerome, you guys. Jerome, thank you. One second for us. That is Jerome Harris. He is the founder and CEO of the Urban Golf of Greater St. Louis. Find them online at ugolfstl.org, Urban Golf of St. Louis on Facebook, and ugolfstl on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure you go to the website for the donation information, uh, playing on their golf tournament September 7th, or just to make a general donation or uh, volunteer coaching opportunities at the camp this summer. That is Jerome Harris. We'll be back with more of the CNC Golf Factory on the St. Louis Podcast Network right after this. Back here, final segment, CNC Golf Factory, St. Louis Podcast Network. You know, we have social media handles, guys. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think you, I think Kurt Rowe runs them. Uh, they are, uh, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at CC underscore golf underscore factory. And of course, CNC golf factory, C plus C golf factory on Facebook. Check those out. Lots of good content on those uh, social media sites. Also, don't forget to subscribe and like on your favorite podcasting app, Spotify, Apple podcasts, or pretty much anywhere. Well, you find your podcast. Fantastic interview with Jerome Harris guys wanted to get your uh get some final thoughts from you guys on uh, on what Jerome had to say. Yeah, well, I, I mean just gosh the energy which uh you know the listeners are going to hopefully they've they've realized that through that uh through that interview. So, um you know, I selfishly I guess I got to say, you know, I'm just excited because of you know what he's doing and what he's doing in Normandy and you know it's 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 a direct it's just an absolute epitome of what we're trying to do up there and what our mission is for Normandy reimagined. Um, just as, as he said it, I, I this is a, probably the third or fourth time I've said it. Jerome said it and kind of took, took the words out of my mouth. You know, it's not what he does is it's really not about golf. It's about, you know, enriching lives of these kids. And that's exactly our mission of what we're trying to do um, with Normandy reimagined and the, the, you know, behind the renovation of, of the golf course. So um, just I'm I'm just that much more excited to see what these golf camps you know do over these the next uh, like it's, uh, you know say starting June 12th and he goes all over all the way to August 10th so you know it's a good that's a it's a good long four days a week um, you know he didn't really mention it but you know I think there's going to be at least you know up to 50 kids a day out of those four days you know coming out and uh, they do everything from range work to golf course work to uh, we mentioned the you know the the caddy training um nick wojahowski with uh who's a you know a, nick's a st louis kid 
Um, you know, I'm, I'm so happy for him, you know, to see somebody who interned for me twice, a boat ride intern, you know, now working for the Western Golf Association. And that's kind of his job is to, to help with the recruitment and stuff for, for the Evans Scholar program and the, and, and the WGA. Um, but, uh, you know, he reached out to me and, you know, is excited to come back to St. Louis and, and work with some of these kids. You know, I, I don't, I don't know exactly how often he's going to be here. If he's going to be here like one week to do it, but, um, you know, just to, to get these kids introduced, you know, to the caddy. Cause again, the WGA, I don't know if we've talked, I really don't know if we've talked about it on here, but you know, the WGA, the Western golf association and the Evans scholar caddy program is, is going to be a huge, huge part of Normandy after the renovation. Oh, you know, we they, yeah, we haven't all. talked about it. Yeah. So that's they're They are committed to, um, having a caddy program at Normandy, which will be absolutely, you know, the, the only club in town, only public club in town, public golf course in town with a caddy program, and they will fund the entire program. So you can go to Normandy, you can play, you can take a caddy, and it doesn't cost you anything. All it costs you is, is you're expected to to tip the caddy and then spend four hour, four four and a half hours with a young man or woman or you know lady um, and mentor you know mentor them. Uh, for those who've caddied, you know that's that's a big part of caddying. Um, and then the, the, the biggest part is, is hopefully four or five years down the road, we can say, you know, we've got four, three, four, five, whatever, six kids, you know, at the University of Missouri that are Evans Scholars that came out of Normandy Golf Course, which because we know, um, you know, there's there's that the house is not filled at Mizzou, um, the, the Evans Scholar House. There's a lot of empty beds up there and there's a lot of kids that are coming from out of state that are coming to Mizzou, you know, on the, on that program. So, you know, we're going to do our part to hopefully, you know, try to help, help solidify that and fill, fill those beds. For those who don't know, talk about the Evans Scholar program and exactly what that is and what it does. Yeah. So the, the Evans Scholar is a, is a, is a scholarship program for those, for, for uh, kids who they, they caddy um, and they have to, you know, they have, it's, it's a needs-based scholarship, you know, they're, uh, but it's, it's a full ride. I mean, they, they pay for everything. There's a, there's, so there's a house at, at the university of Missouri is a, is a Evans is, a, is one of the Evans uh, scholar uh, houses, uh, which is there's 26, I think now around the country. Um, but that provides, you know, the kids, they get a place to stay and it takes care of all their schooling. I mean, it's a, it's a hundred, hundred twenty thousand wow. know, dollar scholarship basically. Cause it's four wow. years of four years of your school done taken care of. Um, and that's for getting out there and caddying. And then there's, there's requirements, you know, it's a, I, I've been fortunate to go to, I go almost every year to the selection, you know, meeting where they select these kids who, 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 uh, apply for the Evans scholar and to hear, you know, to hear these kids get up and talk, uh, you know, about what, what it means to them to, 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 you know, get this scholarship is it's very, um, it, it's heart wrenching. Some of them, you know, the, the stories they, they tug at you. So, um, you know, that's, that's, that's just another exciting part of what we're doing at Normandy is, you know, we, we hope to in, you know, in a few years be able to say we've got, you know, four or five or, or maybe we're putting three or four kids a year, you know, up, uh, you know, given, given that opportunity to get an Evans scholarship, yeah. um, you know, every year out of Normandy, which would be, that would be a, that, that, that would be a absolute. How many are, how many are handed out? Well, there's, um, I mean, I know across the country, they, I think I'm, I'm going to get, I'm probably not gonna get this exactly right, but across the country, there's like over a thousand, I think they're, they're, 
they're right about a thousand scholarships a year that they're, that they're, yeah, it's, it's a big number. Um, but I think there's, and, and like I said, there's like 26 universities um, around the country. Uh, I know the first HBCU university college was just named um, an Evans scholar. Uh, and I can't remember which one I should have known this. I, I, I want to say it's Howard university, but I don't know if that's exactly right, but that's the first HBCU college to have an Evans scholar house. But um, you know, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of great schools that have them. Yeah. Um, they have these, you know, uh, you know, around, around the country, but, you know, Mizzou is one of them right down, you know, two hours down the road from us. And there's, um, they, they're, they're not filled. And, you know, the last two years we, uh, you know, they're just the, the caddy programs in St. Louis haven't been able to supply, you know, enough of these kids. I mean, there was three kids this past year who got Evan scholarships, you know, in the St. Louis area. And, you know, I remember five, six years ago, they were handing out 10 or 12 of these things that, you know, a year and the last two years, it's been like three a year. So, um, there's some room for improvement there. And that's, 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 you know, that's a, definitely a goal for, for Normandy is to, to help boost those numbers. Goss Jerome also talked about things that are near and dear to your heart, PG, you know, junior league and, and all that kind of stuff. What are your, uh, what were your, what were your thoughts about what he talked about tonight? Uh, I mean, first and foremost, um, like we said earlier um, in the interview, I mean, what a fantastic person, the character he has, uh, again, um, makes me feel like I got to kind of give myself a kick in the rear and get some more energy um, because uh, he's doing his thing and and it was phenomenal. And uh, like I said, uh, I had goosebumps listening to him and uh, you know, it, it's nice to hear that uh, the PGA has uh, been able to help out um, things like PGA Reach, PGA Hope, um, all the all these programs um, that uh, we get involved. Um, again, the game of golf gives back more than I think every other sport combined, I believe. Um, you know, so it, it's just it's awesome to hear that. I, I want people to listen to this podcast, listen to Jerome hear a little bit of his story, obviously not a golfing background. And again, it's not all about golf. It's just right. more about life lessons, um, getting through school, hopefully becoming uh, an Evans Scholar uh, recipient down the road. Um, a lot of neat things going on in the in the greater St. Louis area right now um, for the individuals that need it. And uh, um, so I, I recommend anybody listening to this to jump on, go to ugolfstl.org. Find out how you can get involved. Um, you know, also visit the gatewaypga.org. Um, we all know, uh, I think we all know uh, Ozzy Smith or know of him, right? Um, Ozzy's. Ha- yeah, yeah, yeah. We all know. I'm not um, not sure who you mean. Is there an Allen, uh, is there an Allen here? Who? Yeah. Who? Uh, you know, that one guy that used to flip. I, I ask him to do oh. the flip all the time when I see him at the club. He won't do it for <laughs> me. Um, but uh, he still looks like he could. But, uh, you know, Ozzy yeah. is heavily involved. Um, with uh, our section and uh, has an event um, that kind of floats between a few courses each year. We're uh, fortunate to be one of them. So again, I I recommend anybody listening, um, find a way to get involved, uh, write a check, Venmo, whatever it is. Um, But yeah, it it was just a lot of fun hearing somebody that is not a competitive golfer uh, this week on the show. And again, when we started talking about this with, Kurt and you, Andy, it was not always about who's winning tournaments. And right. again, we applaud people for winning tournaments, but there's 100%. there's plenty of great people involved in the game of golf. Um, 
that are not going to go out and shoot a 66. So I really thought that this was a phenomenal episode. Um, and uh, Jerome, uh, when you're listening to this, keep doing it. Anybody that gets involved, thank you. Um, I will just make one last side note. Speaking of good golfers, uh, <laughs> Brooke Beerman next week, her LPGA debut at the Meyer um, Classic. Um, so I had to give that little shout out. But uh, yeah. Sure. Guys, I thought it was a great show, and uh, it, it yeah, it's very near and dear to the heart um, because this game is not cheap, and um, it, it gets more people involved, and uh, more importantly, the life skills that you learn with this game. Something fun that we kind of wanted to do for the for all the major tournaments was kind of uh, pop on here, maybe make, make make a few predictions and kind of talk. So it is U.S. Open week next week at Los Angeles Country Club, the North Course. Uh, I've seen a couple of like flyover videos on YouTube. I, I've seen them previewed. I've not actually had a chance to. Sit down and and watch them, uh, Kurt Rowe. Uh, who is who's your uh, who's your pick for next week? Who's on your? You do a uh, you what, what's your uh, you do a uh, one and done league? Yeah, I'm in a, I'm in a one and done league. Uh, I've been thinking about it. I haven't I haven't uh, I still have Rom in my back pocket that I haven't chosen yet. So and I was kind of saving them maybe for uh, for next week. Um, you know, uh, you know I. I thought about Fitzpatrick, but gosh, it's so hard to go back to back. You know, it's not, it hasn't, when the last time it was done with Curtis Strange and like what, 88, 89? 88, yeah, there you go. 88, 89. Or 89, 90, something um, like that. So I don't know. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, and, but how can you, you know, but also how can you overlook Kepka? I mean, the guy, he's kind of back. If he's, you know, um, I took him, I, mean, I took him in the PGA and worked out for me, you know, two weeks, three weeks ago. So, uh, but I probably, uh, as far as my picks, probably, it's probably going to be Rom. I'm just going to have to, you know, it's interesting. I can't wait to see, I've never been there, but, uh, you know, I remember watching just a little bit of the, uh, Walker cup and I did see a video either yesterday or maybe today that they went back and they were talking to some of the Walker cuppers who would be playing next week, Scheffler, Zalatoris, um, who else? Morikawa, maybe Fowler. Or was that? Uh, I don't think more... Fowler was at that Walker Cup. Okay. Anyway, so they, you know, they talked a little bit about uh, about the golf course and how, uh, you know, they're. I think they're excited to to play it. I mean, they, they you know, they could. I saw something. You know, there's there's par threes that are 300 yards, but there's also a par three that could play 76 yards. I think. I saw that. Too. Yeah. I mean, it's it that they played crazy. they played it like 76 yards in the Walker Cup, so um, should be good. It should be exciting. I know. I uh, I was talking to uh you know um talking to tom a little bit about it and you know i i think the uh, and i saw something on the uh on golf channel where they were talking to uh dick shorts who was kind of the guy the la country club member who really got you know got the club and you know embraced to to do this and you know i think the city of saint the city of los angeles is pretty darn excited to have the u.s open back first time since gosh what is it 68 48 know, it's something ridiculous that the u.s open hasn't been in los angeles in that long yeah. so yeah I, who do you got well you know i i got the inside scoop on things uh because oh, wow. uh yeah. i got the uh i got a former assistant uh stephanie alu uh who's been working there since uh the start of uh 2023 so she's been giving me the inside scoop when guys were in town practicing when they were at riviera so they've been coming by so she's Giving me the inside scoop, I, I already know who's going to win. I cannot share um, for financial reasons. Um, in all seriousness, 
I am going on a limb and I'm picking Patrick Cantlay to break through and get his first W of the year. Wow. I, I think it, I think he's going to break through this, uh, this year and get his first victory. Um, but again, like Kurt said, it's hard to go against Rom right now. Rom and Scheffler are just something special at the moment. Yeah. Um, I am going to go with, uh, I'm going with Scotty Scheffler. Uh, he's plus 750. Rom at plus 800. Actually, Roars is at plus 1,000. Kepka at plus 1,100. Uh, can't lay at 1400 Hovland at 1800 so that kind of wraps up you know top seven or eight but yeah i like uh i like scotty i think scotty gets uh his his uh his next major here this week in los angeles so recap of everything jerome harris urban golf of greater st louis ugolfstl.org urban golf of st louis on facebook ugolfstl on instagram and twitter are social media handles cc underscore golf underscore factory on instagram and twitter and then cnc c plus c golf factory on facebook subscribe like apple Podcasts, spotify you'll find us here again next week for another edition of the cnc golf factory for kurt rowey for kurt goss i'm andy hanselman have a great weekend everybody we'll see you next week content on the st louis podcast network is 100 percent human created